Talk Recorded live. Hello and welcome to the MLK version of Our World with your host Ned Boy and Doc. Ned, how are you today, sir? Everything is good. How's everything with you? Pretty good, man. It's cold here. I mean, I'm sure it's not New York cold, but it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> it is cold. Yeah, I have to go clean out my car, but it's, it's it's been cold since I got this stuff in, but I haven't been able to do it. I don't want to stay in there and freeze. Well, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, last week, we were phenomenally warm, and I'm talking 70s. So I had the pleasure of actually, it was so warm, I was able to go out and wash my car inside and out. Oh, that's and, cool. I, and I gave a shout-out to these people before, and I'm going to do it again. This shit is truly amazing. Armor All Spray Wash. There's no, I don't know what I am doing to my lungs or to the air, but this stuff is magic. I am talking about it cleans the mirrors, the glass, the leather, the upholstery, the dashboard, not a drop of water. All you need is some of those micro towels and this damn can. I wash my car three times, and every time I wash it, the shine lasts like three months. What's the name of it again? Armorall. Spray wash. It's a can. It looks like a can of foam. You spray it on, you wipe it off, you move on to the next section. It is amazing. Actually, it rains, it shines more. Oh, wow. (laughs) Think about it. No buckets, no soap, no different products to clean the glass because my glass is shining like you could, it's, it's like beautiful mirrors. Uh, yeah, I found it online. Yeah, a guy turned me on to this online. I went to, I was, I think I was in a Marshall or a Ross. I seen a can of this shit for three ninety nine. Imagine washing your car three times for three dollars and ninety nine cents, and it looked like four Mexicans did it. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking great, man. In, and I took it inside and out, leather seats. I've done it three times. No damage at all to my seats. Oh, well. Uh, so, I, 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 bank, I tell as many people as I possibly can about it, especially since it's cold. And who the hell wants a hose at this, you know, when you're talking about 30, 40 degrees, who wants to be dealing with a hose? That water brushing back on you, you're freezing. <laughs> Things will be ice. Yeah, or worse, you got a filthy fucking car. I hate a dirty car, man. I really, really despise a dirty car. I just can't have it. I can't have dirty tires. I can't have a dirty car. I can't have a dirty interior. It's it to me. That's like wearing a dirty suit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because of this damn snowstorm, I think my my car's initially gray, but it might be on the white side now. Yeah. See, but say somebody has an indoor parking, right? Yeah. You take this fucking spray can in with you and a rag. And you got a, a clean car. No excuses. None whatsoever. And can you reuse those microfiber uh, towels? You can wash them. Just like any other damn towel. I wouldn't dry them. I'll let them air dry. All right. And besides, you can go, say you go to a place like Walmart or Target. 
they'll sell you ten of those shits for eight dollars. So oh, much yeah, you yeah. throw them out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yesterday was a big one, man. Well, first, let's start off. It's MLK Day. Uh, I'm wondering, will the president even acknowledge in any way, shape, form, or will he fuck up mentioning Martin Luther King? Mm, I think he needs to stay away from anything that has to do with a form of race relations from the past week. Yeah. Well, especially the same man who just said, I am not a racist. Yeah, he said he's the least racist person. <laughs> the least he's, racist. The least, <laughs> he's the least racist person in the history of mankind. <laughs> I love the blacks more than any person has ever loved the blacks. <laughs> he is, uh, we are living in the bizarro world, and he's King Bizarro. Yeah. Now you know you he's. I always uh, have to say like I never had to come out and say I'm not racist. Like if if you have to come out and say you're not racist, I have to say you probably are racist. Right. If if you if you are saying you're not racist, you're racist. When you say that you're not a homophobe, you're a homophobe. Yep. It's it's basically you you're ratting on yourself by denying. You know when you deny you there's a saying like you deny too much. It's just like the guy who denies too much about men, and he loves men. Yeah, it's like Roy Moore, uh Oh, we're not racist against Jews. We have a Jewish lawyer. Okay. Yeah. Matter of <laughs> fact, and I, I'm, I'm so fucked up, I'm going to let my wife say it. You know those New York Jews we got that defend us against race cases? <laughs> oh, I mean, because if you really think about it, Trump will fuck up in any way, shape, or form mentioning... Martin Luther King, because, correct me if I'm wrong, has he said one word about what happened in Hawaii this weekend? I don't think so. I mean, it's been all over the news, but I haven't heard anything from his people. I haven't even heard King Tweeter tweet out, chill out, Hawaii. We're working on it. We're sending our best people. And I feel bad for those. Obama pushed the button. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's Obamaville, right, Hawaii? I feel bad for those people. I actually just seen a video, uh, I would say 10 minutes ago. There were people panicking and running in the street. Yep. He I mean, like, you, you would have to you would have to think that they were saying to themselves, this could be the end of my life right now. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, how do you make that mistake and not say anything for about 30 minutes? Yeah, you know, it's actually what happened to Hawaii, and I'm not making light of it because I think it's horrific, but that shit was an episode of the Twilight Zone or Black Mirror. But they did it to real people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's not forget, there is military installations there. The Navy is all over Hawaii. Yep. So they probably had to get at the ready. You know, anybody that's on board ship now has got to get at the ready. Yep. I mean, I, I don't even understand. You know what? In normal times, something like this never happens. We're not living in normal times. No, we got sent back a few centuries. 
Yeah. I mean, and, and this is one that's going to hit close to home, just to let you know. Because I was thinking about, like, where do we go with this show? And it's like, you know, and I come up with this. They hate us so much that they're willing to fuck themselves up to prove that we're bad people. And and the reason I say this to come from home, because you got, you're in New York, so you got the New York media. This fucking Lizzie Dunn from Staten Island, who splashes herself with, I guess, some kind of acid to say that a black person threw it on her. Yeah. Always I a mean, black person. So now we've, we've reached a point that we want to set shit off so bad that we're willing to disfigure ourselves so that we can point finger at invisible black people like if there was Emmett Till's day. Yeah, it's always the black person did it. So my kids get taken, uh, they kill their kids. Oh, no, a black person took them. Yeah, yeah, you know, we all know that there are black men that want to steal five white children. Yeah. Susan Smith. Yeah, five of them, five strange white kids that, I mean, you're not even the daddy of them. You want to take five kids? <laughs> Man, uh, you know, this, this one really, really got me, though. I'm like, this woman is willing to do this to herself just so she could point fingers at us. That's how you know the hatred is real. Yeah, it, it, they have this hatred in them that so much that it's like, I'm going to harm myself just to blame a black person. What this country has done systematically to us, to black people, to brown people, I mean, it took centuries to do it, and they've done a good job, and it's an evil job, but it's also inflicted a lot of physical, emotional, psychological, and social damage on us, right? But their children are the, some of their children are the victims of this because they're poisoned to their spirit that they should feel this way about us. And this woman, Lizzie Dunn, might have never had a black person do her wrong in her entire life. Oh, yeah, about Staten Island? Yeah, but I'm saying, might have never... Think about it. Her black co-workers could have all been friendly to her. She she could have been in a hospital. Her nurses could have been black, and they were nice. The lady at the grocery store is a black woman. She was nice. But she feels this way because she's also systematically told in her spirit that she's supposed to feel this way. I'm not giving her a pass. I don't want that to be misconstrued. There's no passes here. She's a very sick woman. To do this to you, I mean, she embarrassed her family. She fucked herself up. You know. Well, well she get what, what they say, you get what you give. Yeah, well, she put out some evil, and she, be, and she got evil back in return. I mean, we, you, you know what I hate? I hate that my world is, is, is so involved with this stuff in 2018, but it, but it's real. You get this idiot Jesse B. Waters on Fox News. He actually defends Trump's shithole comments by just saying, you know, just, it's locker room talk. This is how people talk. And, so in other words, he said most of the country's fucking racist. Yeah, locker room talk. I've been in locker rooms. I've never heard that before. 
Yeah, just Yo, man, most people. Most people feel this way. How do you defend the president having no tact? How he feels and what he says don't have to be. They don't have to be the same. Do you think that every time they put a, a mic in, in, in LeBron's face, he tells you exactly how he feels? He knows how to play the game. Well, they had that black pastor on, too. I think his name was Brock Hunt. He was on MSNBC. He was basically defending the president, too. And then after when he left, he basically made a video telling the, the reporter who's black, uh, I think the name of the show is A.F. Joy, basically, if she wants to support the Haitian nation, she should just move to Haiti. Ridiculous. This country supported nations, and so we got to move to the nations that we support. Yeah, but I'm like, he's a black pastor, but he supports Trump, so I guess you got to be a... Uh, I, I guess if you're a black pastor that supports Trump, you only could expect him to say that. Hmm. It's, it, you know, it's, it's it's just insane, insane, insane. I don't even understand it. I'm not going to try to understand it. We did have one thing that was pretty interesting this weekend. What? The ball boys actually played against the right division teams, oh. and neither one of them dropped a bucket. Yeah, it looked like none of the ball kids could actually score baskets. And that well, they're not, Lonzo. They're not going to get to the NBA on their looks. But they're not going to get to – well, people have been saying that these two – I mean, they even questioned Lonzo too, but people are definitely saying that these two are not NBA ready, and they won't be NBA ready. Well, they, no. He may have been better off playing against NCAA people than people in Lithuania. But here's the thing that's killing me, Nick. Tonight or tomorrow, they go back to that big ballers challenge against the 16-year-olds, and they're going to end up both with 23 and 26 points because yeah, they're, they're not competition. Yeah. Well, you get high school kids. Exactly, and let's not forget this. LaAngelo Le, should be a college. These are freshman high school players. This college boy is playing against. He should bust their ass. Yep. So yeah, he'll have one son in the NBA. Let's see how long that career lasts. Yeah, well, he's got to. He's got to get a jump shot. I mean, the rest of his game, he, he looks like he's a dude who can rebound and give you some good assists. Yeah. But he can't keep riding that coattail of I'm a Jason Kidd. Yeah. Jason Kidd Jason was Kidd aggressive. Score. Yeah, and but Jason Kidd was super aggressive. He stayed in that lane. Yeah. He kicked the ball out because he could. But one thing about Jason, Jason was in the lane. You had to fall in on him and he could toss it back out. Uh, I tell people all the Lonzo, time, like, Jason Kidd took a bum Nets team to the finals. Two times. Yep, bums. I mean, they had just played the previously the same team with Stephon Marbury and didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, that's why Jason Kidd is a Hall of Famer and an all-time great NBA basketball player. Yeah. I mean, I don't even mean to put – and I, I, I find it insulting to basketball fans who have been around – more than five games that his name has to keep getting linked to this kid. Yeah. You know, that's this new generation that maybe don't know Jason Kidd. I hope Magic sees some, see something in this kid because I, I hope he wasn't pressured to, to picking him number two. 
Yeah, I, you know, I don't know if he's selling that many jerseys or what, what it is. But, you know, sometimes they like to have these, excuse me, hometown boys, you know? Yeah, but dude, it, LeVar Ball, his dad, keeps talking. That might hinder you getting the free agent that you want in Paul George or having a LeBron come to L.A. Because the stupid, you got a fan who has a son on the team who just keeps talking crap. Hmm. Well, that is true. Let me ask you a question. There's a former soldier, Chelsea Manning, who is running for senator in Maryland, yeah. who happens, by the way, to be a transgender. Do you think that this Chelsea Manning has any chance in hell? Uh, I, I, I probably go say no, just off the strip that. Uh, her opponent could easily say they don't even have to use a transgender card that she leaked the classified documents. Okay, so this is not a person with a totally clean past. No, she was, um, I think Obama exonerated her. She was supposed to be in jail for like 38 years. So why would this Chelsea Manning even want to put themselves, their names out? It's like they're giving a free pass to the other person. Basically. You know I don't what? know who's in Maryland. Uh, I don't know who's in that seat now, if it's a Democrat or a Republican, but she's going to challenge that person. She's going to challenge the person that's already there. So maybe there'll be a cakewalk for the person that already has the seat. Yeah, it, it sounds like almost like a setup, like Chelsea Manning's a, 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 a roundabout fake uh, runner just to give the other person a free pass. Because if you, I mean, damn, we're supposed to let somebody, I don't give a fuck if you transgender, Bugs Bunny. We're supposed to let somebody in the Senate or even run for the Senate who has leaked classified documents? Yeah. <laughs> That's, that, to me, is, you know what, we, we it's, it's insanity. It's, here's another one. You're going to have to explain. And by the way, you gave me some music advice and I'm ashamed of myself. Old School by Tupac is a song that I've only heard nine billion times. Oh. <laughs> and the name just didn't dawn on me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't be here today if the old school didn't pave the way. Yep. I know that song forwards and backwards. And when I played it, I said, oh, shit, I'm thinking maybe I made a mistake. This can't be the song he told me. But I'm not thinking that the name of the song was old school, and naturally, it's old school. And like I said, I've heard it a million times. Yeah, I was like, I was listening to it this week too, and I was like, see, you can listen to this song, and it still sounds like a song that could be created today. Oh yeah, without a doubt, uh, shit changes. Yep. I mean, uh, uh, to the end of time, especially since yeah. the beats were great. And, and the I, reason I, I looked even, at it, I was like, "Damn, Pac died twenty four or twenty five. For him to have that much material, it, it, he's come out with more albums than he did when he was alive. So he had a lot of material that he haven't even used. He, he died what thirteen years ago? Thirteen. I mean, that's insane for a young guy at twenty four. Let's say twenty one years catalog. ago. Yeah, to, to have that catalog." When there was other people that had passed at that time that couldn't even produce one album. So I'm like, what the hell? He must have just lived in the studio. And he spent time in jail. So 
His work, his work ethic was phenomenal. And, and and from what I heard, there was like weeks or in where he stayed in the studio. And 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 the rumor is that with that two apocalypse now was strictly for my niggas. Yeah. He cut that like in two days and just never left the studio. Yeah. That's crazy. They, they, me they my food. with the all eyes on me, the double album. They say he did that like in a week and a half. Yeah, deliver me my food and my weed and send the chicks here. I'm I got this. That's crazy. You know. I wish you so this fucking Cardi had the same uh, work ethic. Who? These new kids, because I'm like, you can take care of your family for the rest of your life if you can build up a catalog like that. Well, you know what? Some of these new guys could probably do it because some of them literally. They can make a song of just the A, 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 and then you do B, and by the time you do Z, you got 26 songs, and just put like a trap beat on it. I mean, because I heard, and I'm I'm recommending this only because I can't even, I'm still trying to figure out, is this a joke, or is this a real rap song? Go and look up killing niggas like Chuck. Oh. <laughs> it's not like a southern trap beat. Yes. Now imagine Chucky. Chucky. Yeah. Be Chucky, not John Gruden. A black dude puts on a Chucky costume. He dyes his hair orange, so he looks like a human sized Chuck. And the first 45, and I'm not lying, the first 45 seconds before he says one rap is just killing niggas like Chuck, killing niggas like Chuck, killing niggas like Chuck. Then he walks around, he has a big knife, and he's a Chucky doll, and then there's a girl that's too hot to be in the video in a tub. For some reason, she got blue hair. Then he starts rhyming. And I sat there, and I watched this, and I said, is this really what it's come to? This is where we are. This is where, this is where I used to be in the pub jams, and it's evolved to killing niggas like Chuck. <laughs> I, you know what? Don't be mad at me, but like I sent out a tweet today and I posted on my Facebook. Everybody's got five free minutes of their life. Take five minutes, and even if it's just to shake your head and be a little sad, watch the two minutes of the video. Two yeah. minutes. I'm, I'm, I'm giving them, a, for anybody that's listening to me, I'm giving them an extra view or two. Go see, and, and, and you, you'll be shocked. Because the reason I'm saying that is uh, also, I don't know this Cardi B, but seems like she's breaking records every time I turn around. Yeah, every week. So I'm not mad at Cardi B. Yeah. Her hustle game is tight. Yep. But I can't name a damn thing. Okay, you know what? If you put Kodak Black or Kod- whatever the fuck, yeah, Cody Yellow. Uh, Bodak Yellow. Kodak Bodak Yellow. If you t- put that on the radio and didn't tell me that was the song, I wouldn't know it was her. I mean, she's one of those people who stood. If she stood right next to me, I wouldn't know who she is. She got because the, I, I was to say because I, I, I see some of her stories. She has like the best 
presence. Like I've seen her on like talk shows and stuff, and I think that's why she continued to winning because she's winning over fan base by her by being herself. She's not trying to change herself for what Hollywood would expect from her. But is is she really Bronxy? Yeah, yes. Or is she refined? She's the Bronx girl that's uh, uh, is, is, is like a, I don't even know how to explain it, but she's her own character, let's put it like that. Okay, because I, like I said, I don't know anything music-wise. I hate that Bodak Yellow. I thought it's garbage. I hated the song with her and Nikki. thought it was garbage. But I I don't frown on anybody, including LeVar Ball's hustle. If you're putting hustle and you're putting the work into crafting your character, I mean, shit, how can we be mad at people when Trump became president off hustle? The fucking Kardashians are 100 millionaires off strictly hustle. No talent. You know, well, so you know what? And a great and a great manager. Yeah, well, you know what? I don't even know who that is, but they they must be putting in work, and her PR team must be hot too. Oh, her mom is her manager, so uh, uh, she she's been like, whatever deals happened after that sex tape all came from the mother. Oh, oh, you talking about Kardashians? Yeah, yeah, Kardashian, not Cardi B. Oh, okay, because I. Kardashians, I know. You know, I, I know that there's a, a serious lack of talent and that Jenna lady is like Mother Earth or some shit over there. And and, 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 and it's not just Kardashians. It's Kardashians. Now there's Jenna's. I mean, yeah. it's a whole mixture of all kinds of stuff going on there. Well, when when but I tell people about Cardi B, I'd be like, you got to look. She got four. She could potentially have five if this Spanish song takes off, but... She has four right now in the top ten. She doesn't even have an album out yet. Yeah, and she only, has two only... tapes that she dropped, but no official album. Hmm. And only Beyonce has done this. Yeah. And and you know to tie any record that Beyonce has, and I guess next month is her real launch. February twenty eighteenth is she's going to get introduced to the masses, masses, masses because of a little thing called the Grammys. Oh, yeah, yeah. It don't get bigger than, think about it, more different type of people watch the Grammys than they will ever watch a BET show or MTV show. This is the huge one. She gets yeah. to perform in front of the world at the Grammys. Yep. I think, well, yeah, because I think the, the only... Slight big thing she would have done so far was um, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, everybody's not staying up to eleven thirty watching Fallon. Yeah, and Fallon can't compete, can't compare to the popularity of a one night. Matter of fact, we get ready to go into award season like a mother effer. It's just too much. We'll have the Grammys, we'll have the Oscars, we'll have the. NBA All-Star Weekend. We'll just be coming out of the NFL Pro Bowl. So February is like awards month. ESPN's uh, awards. Yeah, and uh, speaking of that, half these movies that they nominated kind of suck. Even though I did just see, uh, I went to go see you on Saturday. Oh, The Commuter. Stay away from The Commuter, man. God damn, that was a waste of time. 
Is this the one with uh, Liam Neeson? Yeah. And somebody yeah. paid him money to find a passenger? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the concept of, like, trying to figure out who did it was the only good thing, but it was the same thing as if he, the last one he came out when he was in an airplane. Yeah, you know what? It's kind of weird with Liam Neeson. They kind of waited till Liam Neeson was like 167 years old to make him into an action character. Yeah, and watching him beat up these young kids, I'm like, uh, come on, man. If I had but a 67-year-old man, not to the he going to fall to his knees, probably have a concussion to die. I mean, it started with Taken, as far as I know, because ever since then, he's been an action hero. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he might have been in one of those damn Star Wars, too. That I never see any Star Wars ever. Well, you know what? I got fooled into Star Wars like a lot of people. I've seen the first three back in the old days. Yeah. Then I seen the last three, which Lucas said were going to be the last three. So I said, okay, let me see these last three. You know, since then he's released three more. <laughs> I refuse to see those three. That's because Disney purchased them. So, you know, once Disney gets behind it, they're going to come out with their their version. That's why uh, now that they purchased um, Century Fox, I'm pretty sure we're going to get a bunch of new uh, superhero movies or TV shows. However, yeah, I matter of fact, finally we have a black um, superhero coming out on WB show called Black Lightning. Black Lightning. I know that guy from some other show. He was he was Queen Latifah's boyfriend on Living Single, right? No, for real. I, I, I'm not even sure. Yes, I yes. I don't even know. I just saw the. I didn't see the uh, trailer. I just seen like the um, you know, the posters in the train station. No, he was the guy who played Queen Latifah's boyfriend on Living Single, who. Ran, I guess he ran a hip hop place too, and they they were always on and off. It's an old school show. Oh yeah, I used to watch Living Single. Yeah, back when back when if you were the top rappers in the industry, you actually got a television show, not uh, not a fucking love and hip hop. You got yeah. a TV show. <laughs> I mean, you know, LL, Latifah, uh, you know, Fresh Prince, Eve. The one that's like kind of forgotten. Oh yeah, and LL's she's was on the, the worst. Uh, she's on the talk now. They just hired her on the talk. Yeah, yeah, but she used to have that Eve show. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely UPN show. Yeah, and what you call him was the worst though. In the house might have been the worst ever. And that was LL and uh, LL and uh, Debbie Allen. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, with the crackhead, the lady that's now a crackhead. Yeah, 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 and and uh, ah man, it was it was just a bad show, and LL wouldn't take that fucking hat off to save his life. <laughs> well, now I guess he's on CSI for like a hundred years. They force him to take the hat off from time to time. Yep, you ain't on UPN or whatever network that was WB or whatever. Yeah, sometimes you got to solve a crime without a baseball cap. <laughs> You know, now the big news of the weekend, man. Did you watch any NFL playoffs? Yeah, yeah. Last night, uh, Sunday games was awesome. Uh, Saturday games was whatever. Yeah, you knew that after a while, 
Patriots was going to put their foot in the Titans' ass. Only thing I'm going to say, I mean, God damn, the Titans got to the playoffs and all they could think of is to fire their coach? Yeah, but you want to know something? I was watching a game, the last game of the season. I guess they might have been playing Buffalo or something. He seemed disjointed from the team. They were having issues, and it looked like they needed a coach to give them a pep. And he just stood away from the team the whole time. I was like, this guy's not even here. So my wife told me this today. And he has the great, he has the right name for it, too. Malarkey. <laughs> he coaches like fucking Malarkey. So I'm not mad. You know, I'm never happy to hear about somebody losing their job. I but mean, I want to be. Who said the Titans will be in the, in the playoffs? Can you get, a, can you, get one year? Can you get one year? Shit. Uh, Tomlin seems to be having bad years back to back and he keep his job. But you know what? Malarkey's been there for a while. I think he's been there like six years. Oh, okay. And, and enough's enough. They probably paid him the rest of his salary and said, could you please just go? <laughs> I mean, some guys get uh, like, I mean, Marvin Lewis has like a, a – he has a blood oath with the fucking uh, the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, it's time for him to go. He should have. He should have been. He should have left back in the Ocho Cinco days. But you already said he will be back 2018. Yeah. You know, but uh, that Saint Viking game. Oh, fucking man. phenomenal. That was a great game, but that I feel bad for that rookie Williams. Oh yeah, Marcus Williams. Yeah, a name you'll home. never forget. He might you know what? buy property <laughs> in Minnesota. I, I'm i not going to give him a pass, but I'm going to say that he can recover. He'll never – this is a moment. This is him shitting on himself at the, at the marathon. You don't get past that. I mean, it's always going to be a part of your film. Yeah. But people calling for him to be cut and kicked <laughs> off, they're being stupid. But God damn, today's Drew Brees' birthday. Well, you he know what? 39 years old. He, he could have been a, a little extra to play off. You know what? Sometimes we don't always get what we want for our birthday. <laughs> He's a grown man. He's going to have to suck it up. Drew played well. Yeah. Drew's got about another year on him. Uh, you know, I like that, I like that team. But let's think about what's going on here. We got a weird, weird scenario. We got Drew, I mean, we got Tom Brady and, like, who the hell would you call him? Tom Brady and the Three Stooges, Blake Bortles, Nick Foles, and Case Keenum. There's one, when, when the season started, these were not, the four names that anybody would have picked no. <laughs> because two of these, two of these quarterbacks are going to be first time Super Bowl quarterbacks, no matter how you look at, I mean, at least one of them is going to be a first time. If the Jags pull off a miracle and beat the Patriots, you'll have two basically first time in the Super Bowl quarterbacks. I'm hoping that they go in, man. The Jags D had good defense. I don't know what happened yesterday, but they have good defensive players, and they can pick up a lot of sacks. So I'm hoping that helps with New England. I don't know what happened with the Steelers. I don't know how the hell they they let them score forty certain points. 
They were overconfident. They made some bad calls. That fourth and people talk about uh, they talk about the onside kick. To oh, me, yeah, a big bad. play. That was stupid. But a big play for me was the fourth and one. You got Le'Veon Bell with less than a yard, and you decide to pass the ball 10 yards down the field. Man, Le'Veon, you want your money? Give me this fucking half a yard. Yeah. Give me this half a yard. Yeah, the sneak probably would have worked. Yeah, big Ben is six foot five. If he lays down, he's two and a half yards. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I don't understand. First of all, I don't understand when you got a supreme back, not handing that ball off to him, anything less than a half a yard. You tell him, man, you go in there and you gun it out because – Leonard Fournette was running like if somebody told him that if you don't run, we're going to kill your family. Yeah, it's like his ass is on fire. Like they was holding a match to his ass. Yeah, man. He he was like, you know what? I'm a grown-ass man, and if the Pittsburgh Steelers don't know it, they're going to know it at the end of today. So when he hurt his ankle, I was like, oh, man. But then I said they are shooting him up with some super shit in that locker room, boy. <laughs> but he couldn't run. He couldn't run worth a damn after that, but... But even they passed him pretty decent, uh, Yeldon. Yeldon? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so next weekend is going to be hot. I mean, the NFC and the AFC Championship, I think it's going to get a lot of men's attention. We will be sitting down, you know, and see if Brady goes to his fucking eighth Super Bowl. I, this is very early in the week, and I'm not changing my mind on anything. I'm taking the Vikings over the Eagles. And I'm still sticking with the Patriots over the Jags, but it's very early in the week. By next show, go, I might. I'm gonna go Jags, Jags in uh in Minnesota. Yeah, I want Minnesota in bad. I don't know why, but I do because I've been I've been on this Case Keenum ride for like the last ten weeks of the season, and it's hard for me. To, if the Vikings win, though, it, it, it kind of sucks for Teddy Bridgewater in Bradford. But you know what? The Vikings should have no loyalty whatsoever to Bridgewater. None. He's only there because Teddy got hurt. And on top of it, then he gets hurt. And the Vikings actually have a good problem next year. If it was me, i cut Bradford. Because he makes ridiculous money. I signed Keenum because Keenum makes no money. And I give him the team and say, I'm sorry, Teddy. Until you could prove without a shadow of a doubt that you are 100% healthy, you're our backup. And at least you got a really good backup. Yeah, but they said, didn't they say that Bradford throws the ball better than Keenum? Bradford is the best quarterback of the three. But here's the thing. Ned, if you sent Sam Bradford to your kitchen to make you two slices of toast, he's going to injure himself between the kitchen and get you the toast. <laughs> he's just that guy. Yeah. When's the last time Sam Bradford's made it through a season? And he, especially for like $20 million a year. I mean, damn, come on, dude. Yeah, go. Take some bone pills. Now, and you want to talk about injuries. Now, we're going to go into some stuff with injuries. Now, I watched the UFC card this weekend. 
nothing to write home about other than the fact that Matt Hughes came back. I mean, this fucking guy survived having his car ran over by a train. Yeah. And, I mean, he looks not well, but he didn't look horrible either. I mean, he he looked like himself. He could walk. He could talk. Okay, it's labored. You could tell that he's got some issues, but most of us are not going to survive being hit by a train. Yeah. And so, you know, that was a beautiful thing. And this fucking Paige Van Zandt, man, I didn't realize it until she tweeted, like, late in the night. She fought the last two rounds of a fight with a broken arm. Oh, damn. And didn't get what you call beat up. It's not like she got beat up. She didn't get submitted. Her face didn't get fucked up. She didn't get bloody. That just shows you how tough that sport is. Did she she lose? She lost the decision. I mean, she couldn't stop the girl from getting on top of her. Okay. I, but we didn't, I, I mean, nobody knew that she was fighting with a broken arm. And it's not like she faked it. She, the home is broken. Oh, wow. And then one of my favorite fighters, Uriah Hall, he gets so fucked up from a weight cut that not only passed out, he has seizures. Oh, yeah. But then uh, that's when Dana just said that he doesn't take the sport seriously or something like that. But you know what? Dana's insane. Uriah Hall, no, it's, it was um, Kimura uh, Usman who said the stupidest fucking thing. I won the fight, but I only used 30% of my abilities. Yeah, but then he tweeted, said that it was taken out of context. He, he said that he felt like he only had 30% of his injury. Since his weight cut, he only had 30% energy. Then you know what? Speak before, speak and think at the same time. Or think before the words formulate. While the words are formulating your brain, let them run, like rewind, and then shoot them out your mouth. Because I heard him say it. And he was trying to say, like, basically, I only needed 30% to beat this guy. And you all said he's a big deal. And I understand, and I can respect that. But you know what? When people pay their money, so if you would have put 45 on his ass, you would have finished him. You know what I mean? If you could beat me at 30%, what what, what would you do to me at 50%? Yeah. Shit. For 100, you probably destroy me, kill me. Right. And then on top of that, UFC, I don't care what Dana says, fucking Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse, he had to go undergo soldier soldier surgery, and that's a big loss because he's supposed to be fighting T.J. Dillashaw. First time they ever have a champion at one weight class fight a, a champion at another weight class. And now he got a weight. Yeah, and then a guy who beat Bigston for the title, Robert Whitaker, he can't even make it to his first title defense because he's injured. UFC cannot, in 2017, it looks like we're getting into 2018 doing the same thing. They cannot seem to get a whole card in without two or three people of each card being injured. I wonder if they got to space them out a little bit more. Because they got to beat Bisping. What was that? Robin Whitaker. Yeah, but that was like two months ago? Yeah, and the thing about it is, how the fuck did Robert Whitaker get hurt? He destroyed Bixman in like forty seconds. Yep. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think Bixman made him sweat. He came in the ring, big bang, boom, 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 boom. What? You got hurt beating somebody?
somebody up? <laughs> now, and this been for twice that, but he fought the next month. Yes, and he wants to fight next month in in London. <laughs> now you've seen this woman up close and personal, as far as I know. Is Sasha Banks a teeny weeny woman? She's little. Or a nice sized woman? Yeah, she's little. Oh, okay. She's probably okay, well, I, the smallest. I mean, not a height structure. You talking muscle or height? Like, she looks very small, just period. Small legs, small, short. Yeah, she's small muscle-wise, too, but she's, she's not the shortest woman's wrestler. I think oh, okay. for Alexa Bliss would be the shortest. Yeah, Alexa Bliss is like you could put her in your pocket. Because the big news that came out this weekend, and I don't know how true it is, is that Paige might be done. Yeah, I read, I mean, I did some digging in it. On Lillian Garcia's podcast months ago, Paige said her doctor told her that it's best for her not to come back from her last neck injury, that she should retire. Did you, I mean, all she did was kick her in the back and the whiplash. Yeah, but that's. You know what? Sasha's been around a while. Yeah. I, I know that you're supposed to put some stink to make it look, but she strong style kicked her with those two feet. And did you see the video? Yeah, sorry. And I don't want to go into any real personal detail, but I've been where Paige was. Yeah. And that is a horrific feeling mentally, physically, and emotionally. Where you your body just does that to you, and yeah. there's nothing that you can do about it. You're trying to will your extremities to move, like please come back, because yeah, you can see that's what she was doing. Huh? Yeah, I said they did the, the same thing that happened to Sting when he lost the feeling in his legs. Right, and and just like what happened to that fucking you remember the football player who was in the end zone. And his body just started shaking. His hands looked like he had puppet hands. Yep. And that's what, and the thing about it was one side, if you look at the video, first one side of Paige goes like that, jelly. Then she gets up a little bit. Then the other side of her body goes jelly. Then she gets up. The ref noticed it immediately. Then she got kind of up and then just like face planted. And, and, I, now I did see on Raw this week. So yeah, yeah. hopefully, she hasn't been in a while since that happened. That happened back in early December. Oh, okay. I'm hoping that somewhere or another, like they can at least just have her be the leader of those girls for a while. You know, people like seeing her back. It was, it's a redemption story. She came through a lot. Just to, not many people make it back to the roster after the shit page between the porno and the drugs, and then the ex boyfriend who's done nothing but downgrade the company. Yep. AJ Lee didn't survive uh, the bad boyfriend, and she didn't even have the drugs in the porno. Yep. I mean, Paige had three strikes, all three strikes against her, and she made it back, and not just made it back, they put her in a, they put her in a hot angle right out the gate. Yeah, I just find it weird that if her doctor told her she shouldn't wrestle again, but the WWE doctors cleared her. You have the same thing that's supposedly going on with Daniel Bryan, where he's been approved by all these doctors, but the the, the WWE doctor won't approve him to get in the ring. Yeah, well, you know, you know what? 
I don't know. See, a lot of these rag sheets, you don't know what to believe because they say that also Seamus suffers from the same back injury that Stone Cold had. Yeah, yeah. And they don't see him making it through the year. Yeah, I've read too that Seamus may have an early retirement. Yeah, you know. But I, I felt so bad. I, I, this was my first time seeing this video, and I was like, oh, shit. And it, like I said, it touched me because I've been where she's been. You've had that jello and jello, and your mind is trying to tell your body, stop. Yeah. But the, your body is not into It just can't at that moment. I'm hoping. And, and 25, be, I'm hoping, you know, hopefully a few years off, if it's true, will help her recuperate. Yeah, and then you know what? She's European. Stem cell is amazing shit that they use overseas. For some reason, our country won't allow stem cells. Yeah, stem cell can help regenerate a lot of stuff. Now, before we get out of here, I just have a weird, I want to ask, what do you think about Kevin Durant? Say Kevin Durant wins the lead vote getter for the West. And he's saying he doesn't want to be a captain because he don't want to have to draft players. Uh, he sounds like he doesn't want to. He doesn't like that new model the NBA placed on him. I love this. Actually, Nat, I wish this shit was on TV. I wish TNN or TV. Which one are they on? TNN. TNT. I wish they take Chuck. Shaq's dumbass and and uh what's the other Kenny give them the night off and have the two fucking captains in there with a big board behind them and they pick the players. I think that shit all NBA fans would be watching that. I mean that that would be hot. Yeah, it's the same concept they used with the rookie sophomores one year. Where uh I think it's Shaq and Barkley did that. They drafted the Rookie and sophomores of the league. Yeah, but you know what? Because it's the players themselves, maybe it does cause a little friction. Maybe some people do get feelings. And maybe that'll make the All-Star game a real fucking game. Maybe they'll really play ball. I don't know what happened. Uh, This last couple of years seemed like no competition. Yeah, we need the NBA desperately needs them to go out and play a basketball game yeah. or something at least the fourth quarter that looks like real basketball. And you know what it is? I think I think it's real simple. Kevin Durant's such a mama's boy. He does not want to be put in a position to either get Russell or look like he ignored Russell. <laughs> It all goes, everything with Kevin Durant goes back to Russell. Say it's two guys left, and we know the last two won't be Russell and somebody, and he decides to take the other guy over Russell, so it keeps the conversation going. I like it. The whole thing of basketball that made it fun in the park, it takes it back to the park days. There was guys... And you I hope cannot they're not come. taking starters, man, because it's a six man on the bench that should deserve a a shot. Yeah, but I think I think you picked your whole squad. Oh, okay. And you and let's not forget about it. You pick from the pool. There's no east. There's no west. Yeah, yeah, I know that. 
Which I mean, good because of, I, the only thing I would say is good because it's been players that had no business being on the All Star team, but because the fans voted for them, they got on and other players got left out. Yeah, think about this, Net. You're sitting there. You're in the park on a Saturday. It's a nice 80 degree day, so everybody's in the park. You're younger, so all the ball players are in the park. There's always three guys on the sideline. You know, they're kind of iffy if you really want to run with them. But there's the four guys that you'd be like, for shit, sure, I'm running with them. Yep. This is this this just brings this back to light. This makes it real. I mean, no one selects Carmelo. Yeah, this this does something the NBA could never do. It makes the game almost seem like regular people because they high fly so much. They're so much more athletic. Nobody plays a brand of basketball like NBA players. People play basketball in the park, but that ain't NBA basketball. I mean, there's no Greek freaks just, you know, on 125th Street today, you know, at the at the fucking park. Yeah, waiting to get picked. Yeah, there's no LeBrons just sitting around like in some little shithole in Iowa. Yeah, unless they just got out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they could have been, and we never heard of them. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm with that, man. And I, you know what? I think if Kevin Durant can't take the pressure of being the captain, he should just relinquish it. He shouldn't shit on I think this is a great idea. He shouldn't poo-poo on the idea of how this is done. You know what? Yeah, the you guys, don't be the captain. Let the number two person pick. Exactly. And I hope they pick you last. But, I mean, I'm talking shit because I would pick Kevin Durant in two seconds. <laughs> There's only, like, one guy I'm going to pick above Kevin Durant, and his name is LeBron James. Oh. <laughs> but you even take your guy, uh, Kawhi's going to have nothing to do with the All-Star game this year. He's been too injured. I don't think he gets the votes. So he won't be there. So, I don't think. And if the old school format, he would have been there. They just would have took him for a bench player. Yeah, I don't. I I, I think there are several guys. The West is so loaded. There should be guys that don't make it, like Carmelo. You mentioned Carmelo. Carmelo doesn't make it. Think about it. Jimmy Butler might not be an All Star this year. But they wait, wait, wait. You only wait. I'm confused. The West. I thought you could pick anybody, a West player, you could pick an East player, or you have to pick someone still, in the West. Let's not forget, it's still the, the, the traditional format. There's going to be an East team and a West team. Oh, okay. And you get to pick from any player off each team. But okay. it's still the same, you know, still going to be the top ten vote getters in the West. Right. It's easier, it's easy, put it to you this way, it's easier to make the team in the East I'm thinking that a guy like Persingis will actually make the All-Star game because he's in the East. You know? Yep. So, in the West, I mean, shit, man. In the West, guys, like I said, like uh, like uh, Carmelo might not make the squad. Because let's not forget, four guys from Golden State almost got a guaranteed on the squad every year. Yep. <laughs> Curry, Durant, Draymond, and Clay. They, those people in in um, Golden State are voting as much as they possibly can to flood the team with those guys. 
you know? And now we there's certain things we know. LeBron is not picking Kyrie. Yep. <laughs> and 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 Kevin Durant is not picking Russell. They should start the two teams off with that. Kyrie, Kevin Durant, uh Russell and uh LeBron. Yeah, I'd be like, let the let let the two top point guards in each east and west pick the team. That way hmm. they get to run the team. Yeah, man, right before we get out of here, it's MLK, so there's tons of NBA basketball on TV today, people. Tons of it. Matter of fact, LeBron is running against the Golden State Warriors today. Yep, which means they're going to probably lose again. Well, yeah, they have been on a losing streak. It has not been pretty. But they are, you know, the NBA does like to show us butt. On MLK Day. Matter of fact, I seen some of the best fights in the old old days with the Knickerbockers having battles with Miami Heat on yeah. Martin Luther King. But that oh, was the good Knicks. Well, yeah, because uh, what was it last week? There was actually punches exchanged between Ibaka and I forgot. He, oh, I think it was Johnson. They actually threw punches at each other and connected. So, you know, yeah, Ibaka- age, everyone just walks away. Ibaka got lucky. Yeah. Uh, you got to look up Johnson's history. Is uh, he's a uh, one of seven sons, an MMA MMA family. I think he's twenty one and zero in kickboxing and seven and zero in MMA fights. He would have destroyed Ibaka. Ibaka's one of those dudes who always look like he's beefing, but nothing ever happens. And it looked like, if you really look at that fight again, Johnson looked like he pulled back the punch. Like, you know what, I could really just make your chin. Yeah, I could chest your chin right now, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not trying to get kicked out. Things are going good for me here. uh, You know what, just eye crawl. It's like the 90s again where you could allow to throw a punch. You know what, NBA needs something. It needs something, don't it? Well, Ned, man, wrap us up, my brother. As always, folks, it's been another good show. You can sign us, find us on our YouTube page at Netboy Doc. Also, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Netboy Doc as well. If you want to be part of the show, you can email us at netboydoc at gmail.com, or if you have a topic you want us to discuss, you can email us that as well. Okay, fantastic. Now, that picture that I posted... Man, share that with your people. Maybe that'll Once convince you tag them. In, it automatically comes to my my timeline. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want I want people to give us a try, and then you know make a determination from there. And we yeah. love to hear from you. Feedback is a lovely thing. Feedback is beautiful. Well, this is Doc on behalf of Ned Boy Doc and our world, and I'm gonna tell you like I always tell you people. Peace, Neddy Ned. Man, enjoy the rest of your day, brother. All right, man. You too. Be easy. Okay, peace.